Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to the From the Shadows podcast. I am the producer, Jason Lewis. I would like to thank you for tuning in to the From the Shadows podcast. And without further ado, here is your host, Shane Grove. Hello, everyone. And this is Shane Grove, the host of From the Shadows podcast. I am joined uh, with Super producer Jason, what's happening tonight, Jason? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. How about you, Shane? Just living the dream as always. All living right. the dream. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, this this week's episode uh, is part one of a two-parter with uh, a group of young ladies known as the Ghost Sisters, and they are out of Marion, Ohio. Um, they are a uh, very rambunctious, energetic, and uh, curious group of ladies who uh, who join together to to do some. Uh, well, there's no other way to say it. Paranormal investigation. Yes. And uh, and we had a lot of fun with these ladies. They had some great stories. Um, if you before you even start the episode. If you want to go check out their Facebook page, it's the Ghost Sisters, and they do a really, really good job of keeping their followers up to date on their investigations. Um, they do a lot of video, uh, live live video and stuff like that. So uh, there's a lot of cool stuff to go check out on their uh, Facebook page. Um, so either do it before or after this episode, but. Uh, I, I strongly suggest you do that. Yeah, they're very entertaining, and uh, they got their videos up on their YouTube channel, and uh, they're very insightful. I think you'll enjoy them. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of it's it's cool to see somebody from the area because um, they're based out of Marion, which is you know twenty minutes south of where we're based out of in Besires. So it's kind of cool to see somebody from the area and then hear about. Um, them doing some investigations uh, in in the county, in the town, uh, hearing some of that stuff. So um, we think it'll be a particular interest to a lot of our listeners who are from the North Central Ohio area. So uh, like I said, stick around, check out these ladies. You're going to laugh. You're going to learn some stuff, probably even be scared. I know they a couple of the stories they told were... Uh, kind of frightening so uh um i just hope that uh you guys have as much fun with them as we did um so make sure that uh, like i said go check them out on their facebook page um and after you check them out make sure you come and 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 like our facebook pages 
our forum or after the shadows forum. Um, check out our Twitter feed, our Instagram, our, our, our YouTube channel. So, uh, it's, you know, we talk about this every before and after every episode. It's real important that, uh, everybody goes and likes and shares and subscribes and rates us on the, uh, on the podcast, um, platform that you listen to because uh i mean we keep growing and our audience keeps growing and it just helps us um um, reach more people you know helps helps what we're doing uh reach more people and uh because we get we get lots of feedback and it's great it's great to hear from the listeners yes it is yes it is yeah so and we got a lot of good stuff coming down the pike uh so um, you know, there's really nothing else to say, but, uh, sit back and enjoy the, uh, the ghost sisters and don't say we didn't warn you when you're get when you're scared, uh, halfway through one of their stories. So <laughs> just clutch the arms of your chair and sit back and enjoy the ride. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, so stay tuned for part one and, uh, let us know what you think. All right, yeah, get back with us on one of our mini forums and make sure you like the podcast and tell as many friends as you can about it and get them to subscribe to the podcast as well. Thank you, everybody, and enjoy the episode. Enjoy. Later. Hello, everybody. This is Shane Grove. I'm your host of the From the Shadows podcast, and on this dreary Sunday morning, uh, we are... We got most of the crew with us again this morning. Judge? Good morning, everyone. How are you feeling today? I'm uh, invigorated. Invigorated, all right. <laughs> we got Elisa. Good morning. Jason, the super producer. Hey, how's it going, everybody? And some guy named Jerry who's lurking about with a camera. Good morning, everyone. And salutations <laughs> from the Ozark House. Oh, the Ozark Yeah, the Ozark. He doesn't get up quite this early on Sunday mornings because of the time difference. Indeed. So. Um, so we're excited uh, this morning. Uh, our guests in the studio are the uh, Ghost Sisters from Marion, Ohio. Now, I, I do have it on good authority that only two of them are actually sisters, even though they all apparently fight like sisters. <laughs> so uh, I will uh, introduce Mandy, who is the lead investigator of the, of the uh, Ghost Sisters, and you can kind of introduce the rest of the crew and the the men lurking in the in the corner <laughs> with Jerry, and uh, tell us what you're all about. Okay, I'm uh, Mandy Cummings. I'm the lead investigator for Ghost Sisters and also the founder. I started this group probably, I think it's been about three years ago. Um, the whole reason I decided to start this group was my whole life I've had experiences with the paranormal, and I've always been intrigued by the paranormal. So I just... I always thought it'd be interesting to get out there and you know and after watching all these shows on TV I wanted to get out there and learn more about the paranormal and I, so I created this team and we've been doing it now going on three years. So who did you sucker in first to join you into going out and and looking for ghosts and the paranormal? Well Don and I worked together um, so we would talk about it um, 
she should have been the first one that went with me to the Mansfield prison, um, but she couldn't because she had surgery. So Chastity, my sister, ended up being the first person. Your actual I got, I got yeah. Your actual sister. <laughs> she Chastity. got something. And you should have known better since you were her actual sister. I know, right? Okay. okay. <laughs> so so we got Chastity, we got Dawn, and then to my left is Meg. Meg. Okay. I don't don't board out the pr- profanity that you that you did earlier one. Oh, okay. Speaking for All right. <laughs> so so your first investigation right out of the bat you decide you're going to go to the Mansfield mm-hmm. the Ohio State Reform or Ohio Reformatory mm-hmm. and we've done a podcast with a tour guide on there which was fascinating if you have yeah. a chance any listeners out there want to go back and listen to it um, really good stuff so so what so describe to us then your first I mean, what kind of paranormal did you experience as a kid growing up that made you think, ah, this is what I want to go do? Well, um, I'll just say that um, we had a brother who was killed, Marion, and he was the first person to actually contact me. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> okay. So how old was he when he, when he was killed? Uh, 16. 16, yeah. And how old would you have been? Like 9 or 10? So he was your older brother. Yeah, yeah, he's he older than me. I'm the oldest. Okay. Sorry for your loss. He was the first one to come to me, and I, I just start having all these experiences. So when you say he came to you, can you tell us how that how that happened? <laughs> um, we'll just say um, I would be talking. You know, like I didn't have no pictures of my brother, and we have another brother. And I had a picture of him when he graduated, and I wanted a picture of my brother that was deceased. So a week later, I go out to my mom's house, and they found some old film and had it developed. And my mom's like, come here, I got something for you. Well, it was an 8 by 10 picture of my brother. I thought, wow, this is interesting because I was just saying a week ago, I don't have no pictures of Sean. And so that was interesting to me. Um, Also... Um, like my TV. Now, back in those days, you know, you had those old TVs with the big yeah. hump on the back. <laughs> somebody could hide in the back. Yeah. yeah. Well, my cable, I started acting weird. Like, I'd have numbers and um, letters going crazy on my TV. And I'm like, what is going on? And my kids' toys would start to, you know, go off in the middle of the night. And I'm just like, yeah. Well, Probably about a couple months later, um, me and the kids' dad decided to move into a bigger house. Well, I started having experiences there. Uh, it was on um, May 7th, my brother's birthday, 1998. I didn't get to go out and plant flowers on his grave like I wanted to. And um, my kids' dad knew I was upset. And he's like, we'll go, we'll go another time, blah, blah, blah. He was out in the garage working on his truck. My TV ended up going black and my brother's letters just started going crazy over my TV. Sean, Sean, Sean and white letters and this is the honest God's truth and it was at five o'clock it was on the Fox channel and it went on for 45 minutes but the first time I seen it I like freaked out you know and I went out in the garage and got my kids dad and he come in and it went back to regular TV. So I'm like, he's probably thinking I'm crazy. And so he goes back out to the garage, you know, and 
when he walked back out there, it came back on, and I went and got him, and he came in, and he looked at the TV, and he's like, what is going on? So he actually saw it. Yeah. Um, his father was actually out in the garage with him, too, working on the car with him. So my kid's dad seen this, and he just flopped down on the chair, and he's like, Mandy, I'm so sorry. He's like, I don't know what's going on. Well, his dad come in, and he's like, what's going on in here? And he looked at the TV, and, you know, my kid's dad was like, uh, it's Mandy's brother's birthday, and the TV is going crazy with his name. He says, I don't want no part of this. Turns around, walks out, you know. Um, so the men go back out to the garage, and I'm just sitting in there, like, really shocked because the TV is just constantly. It was all black and just big white letters, Sean, 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 and it just wasn't stopping. So I call up my mom, and, you know, and she's freaking out. Don't leave the house, and he's trying to warn you, and blah, blah, blah. Well, actually, a couple days later, my house almost caught on fire. So... The same outlet the TV was plugged yes, in. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> At any time, did you call the cable company? <laughs> no. Okay, I'll just check. No. So it was things like that. Um, well, that's kind of a really big thing. It is. This is it like is. I heard a bump yeah. in the night, and I thought, well, yeah. I wonder what that could be. Well, also, when I was like 9 and 10, um, I ended up moving over into my brother's room after he passed away. I, I stayed in that room um, also when I was a teenager, and my radio would go up and down, up and down. So I had, you know, strange things going on, but as a kid, you know, you just, you just get scared. I got scared anyway. But um, so anyway, it just started ever since that happened. Every place I ever lived, I had experiences with the paranormal. I mean, unbelievable. See, that's Everywhere, one of the... hearing voices to someone sitting on my bed, feeling like something's crawling in bed with me, um, being touched. I mean, I kept hearing these voices, and it was just really freaking me out. See, as a, as a child growing up in, in a house, I mean, I, the best way you could describe it was somewhat of a haunted house. Yeah. And you have all these experiences. And, but the thing is, like, because Grover and I are similar ages, and, and when we were kids, there just wasn't the forum for, for what's going on today. Yeah. I mean, we grew up in the country. We had proverbial farmer vision. We had three TV stations, you know, and he and I thirsted for things like this. Mm -hmm. And the only way you could get, get access to it, because there was no internet, was scholastic reading. Oh, yeah, every yes. week, man. We'd get the scholastic Friday, reader. Big yeah, yeah. With ghost <clears throat> or they would, they would send, uh, your, you know, they'd send home with your parents where you could buy books. And, uh, you know, my, my family was, was, was not very well off, but the one thing that they would always spend money on was books because obviously reading was important because my dad couldn't hardly read. Um, so I would always go through, I think Grover did the same thing, I would pick the books yeah. about ghosts and, 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 you know. I still have them all. Haunted Ohio books. <laughs> yeah, and stuff, stuff like that. that. Yeah. So, well, wait, we're, we're really old. I'm, so we're I'm way, way, before before way before Haunted Ohio. So you two are brothers. No, 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 no. Um, no. So no, we're not brothers. So now, with with you know now, if you turn on the TV, there is a ghost hunter show on yeah. somewhere twenty four hours a day. And what I think, what has really driven like you guys, is that so many people have had experiences, and now there's a form by which you can go out and search for answers. Because when I was a kid, you know. 
I always wanted to know, what is this that's basically pestering or terrorizing me, okay? But nobody talked about it. Like, you, you, nobody would bring it up because you would be made fun of. Because I think back then, it, um, back then it was kind of like peop- a lot of people had experiences, but people were scared to share those experiences for fear that they'd be ridiculed. Mm-hmm. Even though all of us may have had a, a similar experience, we would not admit it. You know, to well, each other. Well, even you telling the story about you were, you thought they thought you, you were going to be crazy yeah. because they didn't see what you saw, yeah. and, you and thankfully they got to see what. Ninety eight. I didn't have. You know, we didn't have the phones to record and all that. Wow. I wish I did. But the funny thing is, um, me and my kids' dad ended up, you know, um, separating, and he took the TV. Now, <laughs> <laughs> that's what they ever argued for in the divorce for you to have. Um, he took the TV and he would call me up and say, Mandy, this TV will not quit. Your brother's name will not quit going on the TV. It was freaking him out because he was skeptic, you know, until he seen that. But every time he turned on TV, my brother's name kept popping up. And I said, he don't like you. <laughs> now, they now have, the TV. <laughs> have you had any experiences with your brother? Or what you might attribute to? Thinking Not of? like she has. Um, he was older than me. Me and him was closer than them. But I always thought she was his twin. They, they looked so much alike. <laughs> it was crazy when they were younger. But no, I never, I mean, like, when I had readings, he'd come through. I never really had anything like she has. Yeah. I'm a little kind of blocked where I don't see a lot like she does. <laughs> I mean, I've had experiences, but nothing like what she has. You know what I mean? I didn't care who I told. I didn't care if it was. She crazy. called me up freaking out. Chelsea, you ain't gonna believe what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> All the time. I mean, it was really bad from the time I was, I mean, of course, when I was younger, you know, I was hearing things, but not the actual big stuff started happening when I was 18. 18 and on up and it was just unreal even I mean I've had my name called out through um, alarm clocks yeah yeah and I know that sounds crazy but I'm telling you right now I heard this it's been freaky it's been a long you know crazy journey with the paranormal but that's the whole reason that you know I am so intrigued by it because everything has happened to me and everything I was hearing and experiencing and so in other words you wanted answers more yeah. than just yeah. like, I'm I like, want to. Why is this happening to me? <laughs> so it wasn't just my brother, it was other stuff. I mean, unless he was actually following me around and, you know, trying to scare me, which he, he did a lot when we were younger. <laughs> but uh, no, this was more. There was a lot going on everywhere, everywhere I've ever lived. So you come up with this idea uh, now I'm an adult, I want to start a team, and we're going to go out and we're going to search out the paranormal. So you obviously enlist your sister. And two friends. Well, um, the whole thing, growing up watching on TV, um, you always see the men, or you you would see a woman thrown in the mix every now and then. And um, so you're angling for a TV gig, is what you were. Is that what you're trying? Is that what you? Well, the, listen to this. Yes, There's okay. no females out there, and you know, I I'm like, I'm gonna make this a female team. You know, I mean, we do have men, but you know, they're. they're but you have them side. sitting in the corner. They're, 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 they're masculine. They're yeah, tech support. Yeah, 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 yeah and a researcher. Guys. And so we really try to you know push 
us females getting out there. Um, we would love to see a team, you know, of females on TV, whether it be us or another team. You know, we'd so be you guys are the Charlie's that. Angels of That's Ghost Hunting. Yeah, these two are corrections, so it works, right? It's pretty neat. We get, yeah. Um, but I think it is intriguing that you you have an all female team because the paranormal cryptozoology and these things mm-hmm. is not something that just boys are into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's important now for you send a message to young girls. Mm-hmm. You know, when we were young boys, you know what I mean. The it, girls didn't want to talk. They didn't, they didn't want to talk to us anyways. But there was no Elisa in my class that was. Right. We all had Ghostbusters. We didn't have anything, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I gotta admit the, the Ghostbusters of all the women was the worst. So you gotta It was a terrible <laughs> It was a terrible, yeah. yeah. So you guys gotta like yeah. but no, but I and think it is important because you, you, it's it's empowering. <laughs> yeah. I mean for one, it's empowering and I have two daughters and I've tried to raise my daughters and say, Look, you can go do anything that boys do to be independent. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you know, you're setting a great example for, for other young girls out there who may start following you and say, hey, listen, this is something that, you know, we can get into, too. Because what we found is that, you know, when we were kids, I, I guess the sense was that only boys were into monsters and ghosts and things like that. And that may not have been true at all, but I just don't think the girls had the, the form or the role models to say, oh, yeah, yeah. I could go do that. Especially back when we grew up. And also, one of the things I noticed is that, in general, women are more intuitive than exactly. guys are. You got it. And, and it's surprising that there is not more female ghost hunters mm-hmm. or just uh, paranormal mediums in general. Because being more intuitive, well, more than likely, you probably would be a lot better at it than men. What do you think about old, you know, old country type soothsayers and uh, mediums and... The, the, well, you, you see the crystal ball. It's yeah. always a female that is yeah, the crystal ball. <laughs> the old you don't have a crystal ball. Yeah, the old No, but I have learned the reason why I've had all these experiences is um, I'm actually a medium empath. Mm. So I didn't know that's why I was having all these you know experiences like I was. How did you find that out? I've had a lot of readings done, and I've always been told, um, "There's, you know, you're you're gifted, you know." And I wouldn't even have to tell them about no experiences I've ever had. They just would always say that, and I'd be like, "Yeah, right, okay." No, probably <laughs> No, to be honest, yeah. my third grade teacher used to tell me I was gifted too, and it really is not really has not worked out. That had a real yeah. opposite connotation yeah. back then. It was really not hasn't worked but, out. Well, let me ask you this: So, for our listeners out there, and we have a lot of people that listen because they're into the cryptids, okay? And they may be not necessarily into the, the whole, the paranormal. For, for our listeners, what is a medium? A medium is someone who can um, tune in to a higher frequency. It's, um, it's kind of like being like a radio channeling for the spirits. You're able to tune in and pass messages. You're like the ultimate Wi-Fi. More like Sometimes. she's like serious XM. Like, yeah. More like a yeah. ultimate shortwave radio. She's kind of like Teresa Caputo. Oh, I'm not, not as good as her now. <laughs> so, there's, me up there. so there's this this whole theory out there from a scientific standpoint, mm-hmm. and you'll never get someone in the scientific community to say, "Oh, yeah, ghosts, you know, mm-hmm. ghosts exist," because they're just never going to do that. Um, but really, the, the whole theory is first rule. I think first rule of thermodynamics is that from a science standpoint is. Energy cannot be created, nor mm-hmm. can it be destroyed. Mm-hmm. You can't. It just changes form. Mm-hmm. And so 
you know, I, I when I debate people, I say, well, let's do this. Let's go take your car. We'll take it completely apart into a thousand pieces. I'll bring a couple mechanics over. We'll put it back together. You put the key in. It's going to run. It, it'll run. But if I take your body and I dismember it, I can bring in the world's greatest surgeon, but you're not going to get up and live. And, and why is that? And that is because there is an energy about right. you. Uh, there's a life force, whether you want to call it a soul or whatever you want to call it, that w- once your body dies, that energy has to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. And so when you talk about being a medium, in, in my mind, is that you, what you're really doing is you are collecting this energy that is still out there that hasn't taken a different form. And does that energy possess a consciousness? I think that's the, the thing that drives me about the paranormal is that is that energy that's, that is, and we'll use the word loosely, haunting mm-hmm. an area, is it conscious? Does it have memories? Does it have feelings? Is it trying to intelligently communicate? You know, what is its purpose? If there is a hereafter, why hasn't it passed to a hereafter? Those are the answers that I'd like to know. Mm-hmm. We and, all would like to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You're right. So when you so how much control do you have over what comes through you as far as the medium type? Well, um, Or is it just very unfortunate sometimes you're sitting at dinner and all of a sudden, oh, I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear that. So. Well, <laughs> there's a lot of different mediums out there that, you know, you got your stronger ones and then you got ones who are kind of halfway, you know. I'm not going to say I walk into everywhere and I, like, see something. No, it doesn't work. Like, I don't visually see things, but in my mind's eye I can, and I can feel the energy. It'll get real heavy, and you'll, I'll become short of breath, and you can just feel this. I, I'm sure you guys have experienced, the ladies have even the men, um, you just feel it around you. There's I, call it my, I call it my spider senses go off. There you go. <laughs> you start no, I actually like. see, like I walked down to my living room in my old house and I saw a guy sitting on my couch. And I was like, hey, what's up? Mm-hmm. But I don't call myself a medium because I just don't think I am. Well, I don't think you, yeah, I don't think you have to be yeah. a medium in order to see things or experience right, yeah. things. Yeah. From, I mean, I can smell people like, that are From medium. listening to people yeah. talk about this, I... I think everybody might have this ability. They do. Everybody but they just, it's whether just you can tune, you know, tune into it, turn it on, figure it's it out. It's kind of like when I was a kid. Or whether you want, like you're saying, you're just kind of. Well, a lot of times block. I will, something will, like, something will cross my mind and then later on it'll happen. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember being at work one day and this lady, I, I'm not saying the names, but I remember thinking, I wonder why she ain't had no other, any more kids anymore. I don't know why it crossed my mind. Next day, I found out she was pregnant. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> See, when we were kids, it's like we some had things the old like that way. would happen mm-hmm. to me. We had the old antennas, the the, the big antenna, and so we'd had this box. So if you you know you're trying to watch a TV station, you'd have to turn it. Well, ours was broke, so for my brother was bigger and stronger. I mean, he was older. It'd be like, oh, the TV won't come in. Sean, you gotta go turn the antenna. So he would go outside and he'd have to physically lift and turn and he'd be I'd be yelling at no a little more just a little more no that's good no go back so it's kind of like it's kind of like that in that I think we all possess the ability to be the antenna the question is are we moving ourselves in such a direction that we're going to pick up those those waves because look I think there's people out there that probably could very easily uh 
be conduits of energy, mm -hmm. but they are mm -hmm. so shut off from the idea mm -hmm. that they, they're never really going to pick up on them because they're too close-minded. I'm trying to open my mind, trying to... But well, you're part I of this ADD, team, so... It was, like, all over the place. I well, see, you know, I, got, I see stuff every now and then. You do? Especially since my brother passed. I've been oh. seeing him a lot, and I have real dreams, and then we met a medium, and she said, if you have real dreams, it's your brother coming yeah. to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have a I lot of family that yeah, come in my dreams. I, wasn't, oh. I mean, I see stuff, like shadows and mm -hmm. stuff every now and then, but since he passed, I've been seeing a lot more of him. Yeah. He's yeah. been... Mm -hmm more active like hiding stuff from me and my mom moving stuff and just letting us know he's just being there. a jerk he's always been like that he was my he was my little brother so he's always <laughs> done stuff together so mom knows when something happens she go okay Aaron where is it like the other day we looked for a picture of me and him we just seen it and he moved it to somewhere else <laughs> she's like come on <laughs> so, so I guess the question is and both of you could tragically lose you know a brother or loved one you know, you say to yourself, this energy that we'll say is, is your brother, um, why is he still here? Is he trying to protect watching you? Is he us. trying to watch over you? Watching over us. I think he, he's crossed over. He just comes and mm -hmm. watches us. Our mm -hmm. dad passed away. Now, I did have an experience with my dad when he passed away. I was laying in bed, and um, my door opened by itself. I was like, that's weird, you know? And then I was just laying there, and I felt something heavy lay on like something heavy over me it was weird and it then it was gone and two minutes a couple minutes later I got a call because I was my dad's POA and they called and they said that um he passed just passed away and I'm like wow you know what I mean I was literally in shock I felt like it was like, on, me like on his way out yeah it was like said. he was telling me goodbye mm -hmm. so all four of you are believers mm. well well, I believe, but... So, of course, she was the first one that you tried to recruit. Right. To prove her <laughs> yes. wrong. To, to prove her wrong. So, all okay. shows on TV appear to have the three... Skeptic. They have the three hardcore believers, and they have the skeptic. Like, I'm finding Bigfoot. I can't yeah. remember her name. Renee. Renee the, yes. is the skeptic. So, are you playing the role of the skeptic? Or? I mean, I believe, but I really have to see it to really believe it. Okay. Tell how it started, Don. Tell how we would have talks, and I would tell you some. Yeah, she stories. would tell me stories, and I'm like, okay, 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 you know, just with her experiences, and all right, maybe that was just the blanket moving off your bed, or you know, you know how the blanket kind of falls off the side. It wasn't somebody pulling your blanket, or like the TV. Maybe that was just a show that you know the emergency broadcast system thing, but it was just an error or something. So you know, you're just, trying yeah. to I mean, find the plausible right. explanation that not. Every bump in the night that you hear has to be assigned to because everything probably isn't. And right. Right. Yeah. See, and I don't know if this was an experience for me, but when our daughter was three, she would always come in bed with us at night, and we had a king size bed. So for a three year old, you know, they literally have to climb up in there. Well, we're laying in bed, and I thought I felt her grab my leg to climb up in the bed, and I'm like, "Well, come on, Kiana," and I pulled the covers back, and she wasn't there. So I, th I thinking. Well, the blanket just settled down on my leg, so it wasn't her. It wasn't anything paranormal. Oh, my God, I had a experience last night. It scared me. <laughs> <laughs> I had one earlier when I let Jerry in. But, okay. Oh, my God, I was laying there, and all of a sudden I felt like something punched me in the stomach real hard. I woke up, my husband was like, what's wrong? <laughs> 
Oh Once my again, God! It Jerry. punched me in the stomach. <laughs> so, so, so you recruit her, and you're going to go do your first investigation. Actually, um, what happened was um, she came later. Um, Meg. I'm young. Yeah, Meg, Meg I'm came the later. Remember, um, nobody can see us. Nobody can see us. Are <laughs> you talking to the tens of thousands of people that are listening? My sister and I went to Mansfield Prison. I had a GoPro okay. on and. Um, we were in solitary. The lights were still on. And you're talking um, about not as an inmate. <laughs> no. <laughs> but at the time, I had the SB7 spirit box. and the, That was um, the first time I've ever geophone. done anything The like geophone. That. I had the geophone. So we had our flashlights. So we're in solitary, and I kept hearing this man. And I told my, sis- my sister, I said, I'm hearing this man. He keeps coming through, and he's saying, hey, hey, you know. Um, well, what we didn't know Later on, after they reviewed the GoPro, the guy who let me use his GoPro, he reviewed it, and he said, you guys caught something right off the rip. Well, we caught the guard, Frank, walking, and we did. You can see him playing his day at the end of the hall, literally walking. He was all in black, and he, he's walking like a guard. We're guards, so I know how they walk. Nobody was there with us, and we caught it. And we also, later on, found a shadow figure standing in the middle, you can see the outlining of him, and he's, he's standing there, and you can see his shoes and everything in the middle of the hallway, too, at the same time we caught Frank. Yeah, that's the first time I've ever done anything like that. I haven't even done anything like that. Before. Now, was that one of those where you can go in at night yeah. with, yes. a, with, you, the other, with a big group? Of yeah. There is a big group, and um, but we, we ended up catching all kinds of stuff. It was awesome. I want to go again. It's been a while. Yeah. I mean, it seems fascinating. Yeah. Very fascinating. One of the, that just blows one of the theories I had out of the water. Uh, when you guys were talking about susceptibility earlier, I should have chimed in. But basically, what I was thinking is that it's vibrational. Um, you get these different frequencies, but some people are more susceptible to understanding or being able to empathically uh, take in those yeah. different vibrations than than say the average person right. and. I believe that everybody maybe can do it with training, mm-hmm. but until you learn to be to open yourself up to that, it's it's like uh, a sense that we all may possess, but we all can't utilize it. We have to train that part of our uh, brain or our being, our third eye, to be able to do that. Am I pretty close? You yeah, guys yeah. Feel the yeah. Same and thing? to um, go back to your question, um, I always have to like pray for the white light protection around me when I go into work <laughs> where we work at is very negative <laughs> so I do I, I, I try the, not I work to, at the post office it's the same thing <laughs> I, I try not to have myself open like that I try not to because yeah that can really yeah. drain you um, yeah we've had and we've had uh, get like guests on like Rebecca Foster Dr. Foster Sandy, who's, yeah. a, who's a psychic medium mm-hmm. who's, yeah. who sends out a lot of warnings and says hey listen be really careful yeah. who, you're, who you're inviting who you're in, inviting yeah, in right. and going out and fishing well, into the into this world the whole reason I got into the mediumship is I have a daughter who's also um, very very gifted and I didn't know how to help her and I didn't know what to do until I had a reading from this one guy um he you know talked to me i told him what was going on with her and he's like well i'm doing um mentorships for people and i was like really so he ended up mentoring me for a whole year teaching me how to in tune more how to protect myself and protect my daughter and 
So it just went from there, and it's been about two years now. So that's helped me out a lot. I think Jerry, you, and Jerry, who's our our field investigator, would tell you that Jerry, what do you do when to, to, when you go in? Uh, what you sage? What is it that you do? <laughs> uh, if, uh, depending on the activity, like minor stuff, we get go get a walkthrough before if we're gonna stay out all night and. Possibly risk of running into something. We say a prayer before. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. We usually we do start an investigation. Now, see, we were um, doing our prayers most of the time before we would go in, but we came across um, another guy who had um, who does the paranormal. He said they used to do it too, but then you're putting yourself at risk at not getting the best evidence that you can get. Think about it. If you're protecting yourself, then you get out there, you're, you know, not going to get all the interaction that you would if you wasn't saying, like, the prayer for protection and stuff. I just tell them they're not following me home. So right now we just kind of... <laughs> Which, by the way, if you listen, go in and, if you yeah. listen to the, uh, speaking of seeing the shadow figure at the reformatory, the tour guide who we had on, the shadow figure followed her home. Yeah, and stood in the corner of her bedroom for months. months. Oh well, the thing about it school. is, and then I think my son-in-law had that happen. A guy followed him home, thought he was his friend. I'm not kidding you. Right. Well, I think the from Mansfield. The issue that comes up with with the prayer is this. So, and, and the the purpose of the prayer is 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 faith based mm -hmm. on Judeo Christian religion principles mm -hmm. that you believe that there's a higher power that will protect you mm -hmm. against evil things. That is in and itself an admission that there are evil things. Mm -hmm. right. So although there, there are these energy sources like your brother who's mm -hmm. out there who wants to protect you, watch over you, that would you're, you're conceding that there are also dark energy sources. Well, if there's a good, there. there's a bad. They're right. There's, there's, a, there's, there's always something there. That so I guess the question I have, and I've never, and I've been in the Mansfield Reformatory during the day, mind you, um, <laughs> and I have no desire to go at night, but I, I think that begs the question is, why would you want to go out and subject yourself potentially to harmful energy sources, dark sources that could or may want to harm you? And does it worry you that you're going to bring something like that back home? It's going to terrorize your kids. It's going to affect your home. Because having watched enough ghost shows and stuff like that, people tell these stories that they went and there was a, the one story where the, the same thing, the answer reformatory, dark figure follows yes. them home. And it's like that, for me, and, and Jerry and Jason, they are gung-ho about going out and ghost hunting and having experiences. And I am not gung ho about that, doing that. But that <laughs> being said, you could probably walk into any place <laughs> and find a dark. Yeah. I mean, if you walk back into the judge's office, yeah. well, knows since what dark I walked in the back are, door, you can feel it. Yeah. Um, actually, as soon as you let me in the back door, I well, got this, off balance really quick. Well, that like, part hey. there is the old where the old jail. Yeah. Really? Sat, yeah, I think so. Crawford County Jail. And being sat. like we're both empaths, so just I can feed off someone's energy. So if there's a serial killer right here, I'm gonna hope are you serial killer? Okay. He's <laughs> a lot of cereal. I didn't oh, have any cereal okay. this morning. He's, He's killed a lot of boxes. Okay. <laughs> but like I can but feed off of that, that energy. Price. So that yeah. negative energy can just like right. consume mm -hmm. me and then can make me so really angry. Yeah. Did you feel that when Jerry walked in? I did. 
Wait, Gary, that didn't scare me at all, turning off the lights. And just so everybody knows, the lights just flickered here. Okay, when we started. So, I mean, everyday life, we can come across negative But, right, obviously, and it's out there, and if you ever get a chance to go back and listen to the podcast where I share my story about this this entity that was terrorizing my three-year-old daughter that followed her, yeah, it can be it can be anywhere, but if you know that this is a haunted, we'll put that in quotes, a haunted place, mm-hmm. and bad stuff has happened, people have been murdered there, something like that, aren't you at least a bit leery about walking into that? Yeah, we try and protect ourselves if we know that something negative or evil is there, but I think there's it's just more negative. A lot of these ghost shows. Put out that everything's evil and right. that's not the case. Exactly. We've had, I think, we've had a couple attachments, but oh. it, it wasn't. So now you really sound like a believer. Well, she's turning. <laughs> she's she's well, becoming one. You know where we work. I, we both. It was like we were negative with everybody. We had a bad week. It was a whole week that it was her and I, and we looked at each other and we we're like, you know, Something something's on us. us. I didn't no, talk we, to her for a week. <laughs> we carry these one, no the black, what's those things? We carry them things. Amphiest. The black things am, am, that keeps am, the list evil away. Mm-hmm. What do you call those? Amphiest. Crystals. 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 That's what I was trying to get at. Now, I want to say that a lot of people think that there's evil. Um, we do a lot of um, investigations on people's homes. And a lot of times they're like, oh, it's something evil that, you know, right away, it's always evil. But, I believe how you are in life and when you cross over is how you're going to be. So if you're a mean person and you cross over, I believe you're going to be mean in spirit. If you, you know, I, I just heard that on, a, on another podcast where a guy, yeah. they were talking to a guy who, um, you know, he was wanting to know, okay, what are these spirits like? What do you believe in? He's like, it's, you're pretty much the same, yeah. the same person in the next life as you are. In, in this life. But that's presupposing that the entity of the, the force that you're dealing with is someone who was a human being right. who passed away and not something. And, and, and I look, the, the, there's different religions who believe different things, but they're, you know, if you were going to talk Judeo Christians, they believe there are absolute demons mm-hmm. out there mm-hmm. who were never human beings, right. who, are, who are these shape shifting so how do you I mean how do you go into a situation saying well you know maybe so and so lived here 50 years and he died in his home and he's still here and he was a sweet old man versus you walk into a situation where you have a demonic force I mean how do you do you think about that when you go in because maybe it's something you should now she okay so I had someone came to me with the opportunity to go to Monroe house and I'm like, I'm not ready for that level of craziness. To go where? To the Monroe House in What's Indiana. It's in Indiana. The Monroe House. Oh, man, look it up. Woo, buddy. Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, you're really, really you're really making it sound down cross? Or am I thinking of another one? No. It's, it's right For our listeners, tell us about it. Okay. Yes. So this house, people will walk into this house, and it changes their whole personality. It's very dark. And I've just, I've seen people, and I've heard stories of people just, being very mean in there and I just don't think I'm at a level because I'm a newbie to even step foot in this house it's just this house is way more than I am so at least you know what you I know my limitations but we will take her if we ever go so (laughs) what what you're saying I think this is important for our listeners so what you're saying is 
that you believe yeah. that whatever force is in there, whatever energy is in there, can actually transform you oh, yeah. and your personality. Oh, for sure. So that and clearly it, is not somebody that had been a human exactly. being who That's passed not, away. That is not. And, would it, and would it transform you more than it would me? Because you are more open to Yeah, I don't know that. Yes. I, would, I would assume it would. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Because you're bright tech guy. and you're not. Yeah. Because I'm bright and you're so dull. So they go to the bright <laughs> That's what it is. Something then that my fourth grade teacher told me yes. after my third grade teacher right. told me. <laughs> right. You're not bright. The third time through fourth grade, you figured it out. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But it I took just, three times. I just yeah. don't mind since I'm new and, you know, kind of. So, so, so now you guys are ready for that. So right? What's that? I don't know that you're ever really ready for that. I mean, because how do you? Some people. How think do you they defend are, yourself? <laughs> I mean, I, I can prepare all I want, but <laughs> yeah. Well, Jerry's the whole ready. point is. I was born to get the whole letter scared. <laughs> gets scared. I get scared. She, but she freaks out. She gets. I do. Scared. I get scared, like but that's because I can feel things coming towards me or around me more. You know, and being alone, isolated in the dark. I don't like it. I don't, I'm a scaredy cat. I'm not going to lie. But I'll do it. But I won't do it for that long. <laughs> so so you guys go to the prison. Obviously, for, that's, so that's your first official yes. investigation. And you find stuff. So now you're excited. You're like, oh, this oh, is yeah. easy. We'll, just, we'll be able to find stuff every, t- every place we go. So what happens next? Do you recruit some more? Do you recruit the rest of the team? A couple you, days later, she's calling me up. Chastity, I want you to be a part of my ghost sister group. <laughs> Well, I got forced into it. I didn't even get asked. <laughs> so backing up, though, Don and I, um, working together, we would talk about the paranormal a lot. And we um, decided, you know, we're like, I'm like, you know, we just start talking about maybe having a team, you know, out there. And we just start coming up with these different names. And I'm not going to go with the first name that we had. So the hardest part's the name. <laughs> well, Fine. there we is the Ghost Brothers. Yes, we, we yeah. wrestled with the very same thing. So I, I like the Ghost Brothers. They're on the Traveling Channel. And I was like, Ghost Sisters. Yeah, Ghost Sisters of Marion, Ohio. And so it went from there. And then I set up another investigation at the Mansfield Prison for Dawn to go. Because this is going to be her first one ever with me. You know, so we ended up going and we had our experiences. And, um, you know. Tell so like you're you're that. you're going where it's easy. Where at, not, first. at first, <laughs> well, Mandy's leg was grabbed when her and I went. Yes, my leg was. We were going by a cell, and they hadn't like let people. They were letting people go out there and investigate, but the lights weren't off. It was still during the day, and Don and I were walking by where this cell wa- had belonged to an inmate who was very perverted. Um, he, I think, he was in there for rape. Yes. Listen, they, when perverted. it comes down to it, they all were pretty perverted. <laughs> well, it had been a lot of reports of women being touched right there at the cell where that happened to me. I didn't even realize it, but we were just walking by and I felt something like touch my leg. And next thing I know, like, I just yelled and we just took off running. <laughs> well, let me ask you a theory. Is on there? Yeah, it did a bit. <laughs> let me ask you a theory. So, so actually, scientists mm-hmm. have sort of conceded that poltergeists are real because poltergeists just energy. They, they believe that, you know, if especially you, teenage girls who are going through all sorts of transformations yeah. and angst and stuff like that, the energy they're mm-hmm. projecting will yes. knock stuff off shelves and stuff like that. Yeah. So is it possible, in your, your guys' mind, that the Mansfield Reformatory 
is not simply just people who died there haunting it, but because there were so many really bad people there and so many really bad things happened there and people who maybe really weren't that bad got victimized there that mm -hmm. all this energy is still yes. just floating mm -hmm. around and what we're really experiencing isn't really ghost it's this energy almost poltergeist-esque that just can't escape that place you're saying sort of like a residual, residual. energy yes, yes, a residual yes, energy yeah, sure. like maybe some energy that's hanging out there and depending on who it is that comes in contact with it it manifests manifests in different different ways, different I mean, ways. for example and this yeah. is I mean, I mean this may be kind of a silly example but if you go to a sporting event the energy from that or a rock concert or something you yeah. can really yeah. you can actually feel energy coming from the crowd well imagine thousands of people jammed mm -hmm. in these tiny cells in which is a day-to-day -day survival right. because you're going to either be murdered or raped or beaten or, or just this horrific thing. The amount of, if you were someone who had to live that, you would project this energy. And I would assume there would be negative energy. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And this may be... Is, trapped is in the walls. Yes, and it's, just just, trapped it's just in everywhere. The whole place, yeah. Because once we go back to, like I said, first rule of thermodynamics, energy cannot be destroyed. So where does it go? Does Correct. it just dissipate yeah. into the you know ionosphere, or is it is it trapped? And that's what is now seeing a figure of somebody walking is more ghostly, obviously, but mm -hmm. but being touched and different things like that, hearing sounds. That's a theory that that I have. I, well, so, oh, go ahead. We get voices, people talking to us on voices. I mean, so I, I don't think it's just energy. I think. They're actually talking to us and trying to communicate with us. But they use the energy. Yeah. They use energy to, to communicate. To like communicate. our Jacob's Ladder that have, Brian made. It's have you tried to communicate with these and find out who the inmate was? or? Um, well, I um, recently started doing, it's been about two years now, I think, um, the spiritual writing. So when I actually do a mediumship with someone else, I'm connecting with the higher, the ones that's crossed over. When I do the spiritual writing, I'm actually connecting with the lower energies that are here, still stuck. Does that make sense? We should go mm -hmm. to the mansion so and do that. When I do, <laughs> when I do the spiritual writing, I'm connecting with lower energies that are She's still trouble. here. <laughs> okay, okay. So I'm fat. So so, on. so when you so just so our listeners out there understand, when you're doing a reading, you actually talk to something that's, that's crossed a plane. Yes. But when you're doing a writing, you're just feeding off what what's still there. here. Yes. What's around? Yeah, I'm not connecting with the higher energies. No, it's the lower energies. People get stuck. so I could get anything channeling through, and I do put myself at risk because I don't say a prayer. I open myself up to it, and so now Doctor Foster, who's our psychic medium, who's I think was our first guest, wasn't she? Mm -hmm. She had an, she had an interesting perspective when she did readings. Ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. We're out of time for this week's episode, so tune in next week for the chilling conclusion with the Ghost Sisters. Please visit us on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash from the shadows podcast and on our Instagram page at instagram.com forward slash from the shadows podcast. You can visit our webpage at fromtheshadowspodcast.godaddysites.com or contribute to our Facebook discussion page called After the Shadows and tweet us on our Twitter feed at twitter.com 
forward slash podcast underscore from. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to hearing from you all. Until next time, never shy away from the darkness or what may be lurking in the shadows. We are out. <laughs>